we have to um, we're gonna have to like be popular enough that uh people just send us their copies one day yeah because i would <laughs> love to to have to have something like that oh my god that's like yeah that's that's a i love those kinds of things i love out of print books and shit like that it's so wonderful you know what else i love what's that hey there everybody Welcome to Pixlet. My name is Kevin. With me, as always, is Phil. And today is part two of our read-through of Alien Isolation yes. by uh, Keith R.A. DeCandido. DeCandido. I don't yes. think I, don't, I think there's no other way you can actually say it. No, you got to say the whole thing. What, what's the R.A. stand for? I I have to wonder if he like highlighted the RA because he's not always doing that. I wonder if he highlighted it to like draw comparisons to RA Salvatore or something like that. That's you know what I I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, because I think I think of when I think of RA, I think my brain is like there's a there's another famous RA, isn't there? Yeah. It must be this guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, R.A. Salvatore, R.A. Candido. What's the difference? No, no, none, none whatsoever. None. Both none. equal, equal artists to the task. That's yes. all there is to it. That's all there is to it. So, uh, what, what, what do we do in the first episode? What, what well, happened there? Well, uh, in the first episode, we were covering the first part and the prologue of Alien Isolation. Basically, we get led up to uh, the world of. It, we kind of like it basically bridges the gap between alien and alien isolation. And we start out with our group on the Isadora finding the egg. We get the don't stand over the egg for God's sakes. What are you doing? Please stop standing over the egg. And the inevitable happens. Uh, <laughs> we we meet right our uh, friend uh, Ellen Ripley's daughter, Amanda Ripley. And we get a little bit of background and kind of never before seen looks at uh, what Ellen Ripley was like as a mother to her actual progeny and not her adopted daughters, as we've seen over the course of yeah. several movies. Right. Um, and uh, basically, Amanda Ripley finds out that there is a uh, th- there is a they located the black box of the Nostromo, her mother's last known whereabouts. And she basically volunteers for a mission to go out to this space station, which has gone radio silent, essentially, and find, uh, you know, help them out and you help us, we'll help you. Uh, and they end up on uh, the Sevastopol, which is a massive like space colony, essentially. It's like a city in in space. Big old station. Big old station. Uh, shit has gone completely sideways. Uh, she ends up stranded on that ship when uh, they're trying to do a spacewalk to get on board. And, uh, and it, there's like just a random explosion, which knocks everything out of whack. They manage to get inside, but... There isn't much in terms of uh, getting out at this point. And she finds the whole place completely uh, uh, chaos, just filled with yeah. chaos. P- the, 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 the people who live there are fighting amongst themselves, kind of tribing up, so to speak. And wouldn't you know it, there's a horrifying dickheaded monster wandering around <laughs> killing people. 
And uh, at the, when we finally get to the end of part one, Amanda finds the black box uh, from the Nostromo, her, her MacGuffin. Uh, mm-hmm. She arrives at it, and wouldn't you know it, there's no data on it. There's nothing on there. Nothing on it. So nothing on we have it sad, Amanda. Meh, meh. sad Amanda. Sad Amanda Ripley. Sad Ripley. Um, yep. So uh, as a side note, I didn't, uh, and you can yell at me for the for my geography uh, knowledge all all you want uh, people uh, I didn't realize <laughs> that the name Sevastopol mm-hmm. is actually the uh, largest city in Crimea which yeah. is the the uh, area that Russia annexed from Ukraine back in 2014 uh, basically when the when the precursor of our current, the current uh, Ukrainian Russia. I mean, there's always been there's always been stuff, you know, with oh, Ukraine absolutely. and Russia. Just, but the current yeah. thing, I mean, the 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 annexation annexation of Crimea is really the uh, the the thing that lit the long fuse. <laughs> yeah, one of the more modern catalysts, if you will. So yes, Sevastopol. It is yes. uh, it is one of the largest cities in Ukraine, uh, and it's the largest city in Crimea. So. It's uh, it's a it. really interesting choice because um, I thought about that. I you know I I I, I did know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> well, whatever, man. But it was it, some of us didn't int- play Carmen San Diego enough. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have all of my sim games to blame for this particular one. Um, but it is an interesting choice because you're right. It's 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 this region in Eastern Europe. And I think that's, you know, it, it kind of for a Western audience for a, a Western European and, and American audience, which is what this game was aimed primarily at. I think it does a good job of kind of setting this tone of like, you know, they might as well have called it, you know, the space station Transylvania, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it evokes that same kind of like castle on the mountain kind of right. Right. <laughs> kind of yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah it's a it's a it's a cool choice and i i, I really do it is uh, that one and the isadora both the, the name of the ship that we mentioned every time they they mention that i like just those are words i like rolling around in my mouth that just sevastopol there's, there's something there's really a lot cool of a lot that. of good names a lot of good yes. chewy names uh, very much this. so yes um so all right uh now we're going to, and I promise that this is what we're gonna we're gonna call it from now on. In the last episode, we're gonna put the body in the mash. Um, All right, let's put the body in the mash. Let's put the body in the mash. Part two, subtitled "Isolation," begins with chapter twelve, and we're flashing back. We're flashing yep. back in time to Amanda's days at the Delage Technical Institute where she was training to just be a technician. Even though she is so good and should be an engineer, uh, she can't afford it. And she's obviously, she's she's a, she does not want to take the money from Wayland yutani to do anything more. Yeah, she doesn't want their dirty money. She, does, she doesn't want their blood life. money. And, uh, <laughs> which is, it, it's good. I mean. Sure, sure. You know, basically anybody who wants to stick it to Wayland yutani in the 
uh, shared Blade Runner alien predator multiverse. Um, They all share one. one. Yeah, they do, don't they? Yeah, that's been confirmed, right? I think that's been confirmed. (laughs) Yeah, which is wild. Um, Yeah. Uh, Anyone who wants to stick it to Wayland Utani is, uh, in fact, good. Good people. (laughs) Good people. Um, So she's talking to the principal of the Delage Technical Institute uh, because she is nearly failing a class because she repaired all of the engines right. in a class <laughs> rather than just doing a build schedule for one. Right. This is like this is this is the this is the like moment that in a more uh ordinary movie she'd be like playing chess with somebody uh, like playing chess with five people at once and just going ding, 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 checkmate 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 like this is just their moment to show us like she's above all of this she's better than all this yeah yeah you see you you saw that uh that chess movie with what's her name anya taylor joy uh, i never did i didn't or the miniseries one. rather yeah. um Anyway, she plays a chess prodigy. That's basically Amanda Ripley with right. with machines. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the beginning of kind of and they hinted at it in the first part, but I think it really comes into focus here. The the idea that the women of the family Ripley are nothing less than saints. They're they not are, to be trifled with. They, they are perfectly perfect in every way. They are amazing. <laughs> they they are, um, yeah, they're they're a cut above everybody. They are. Else. They are indeed. It, it 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 was to a point that I was like, okay, we get it. We <laughs> get it. <laughs> She's amazing. She's amazing. She's the best. Got yeah. it. So, um, yeah, we. The principal is like, yeah, you should be you should be an engineering school, not a technical school, um. And and Amanda is like, okay, well, I can't afford it, so thanks. Um, yeah, <laughs> cool, <laughs> cool. It's been um, a great talk. Uh, but the principal manages to to get it so that Amanda is no longer failing that class. Um, so Amanda afterwards goes to a cafe that she normally haunts on a on a given day, and she goes and she chats with an acquaintance named Okiki. I just say acquaintance because she doesn't really know much about him. Uh, he's just kind of like there at the right. cafe and they they exchange words occasionally. And Okiki's like, wait a minute. Uh, by the way, I'm a DD, which is a data Designated dealer. driver. We got it. We got it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> wait, what? What is he? <laughs> he's a darling dandy. Um, I love it. He walks around with a top hat. Yeah. You know, suspenders. Spats. Uh, Yeah. He's he's ready to go. He's he's wearing his floor shine shoes. Absolutely. Um, He looks good. He's looking good and feeling good. No, he's a he's a data dealer. And he's like, you know what? I know a guy who has information about your mother. And Amanda's like, what? Um. And Okiki shows Amanda all this information he can pull up on on Ellen Ripley. Uh, 
and it's it's stuff that Amanda never even knew. And he's like, okay, well, if you can pay uh, for the for the information, we'll give it to you. But otherwise, he's going to sell it to somebody else. So um, Amanda goes back home. They're in chapter 13 now. Amanda goes back home and she goes into her dad's bank account and steals 150 whatever the currency is. Uh, dollary yeah. deuce. <laughs> yeah. New yen or whatever. <laughs> whatever. New yen. Yeah. Which is uh, that's shadow run, isn't it? Yeah. That's shadow run. <laughs> <laughs> so she she goes and she steals the the money from Paul, who uh, is asleep or something. And he sends it over to uh, she sends it over to a Kiki. Um, and then the next day she goes uh, back to the coffee shop as planned. She goes there. She gets herself a nice breakfast, bacon, eggs, coffee, you know, but she's she's ready to go. Oh, and yeah. Okiki never shows up. And an hour passes, two hour pa- two, two hours pass. She goes outside to make a call to Okiki. Uh, and the phone that number that he gave her is no longer in service. And one of the other people who hangs out at the cafe is like, oh, well, you're not going to school today. And she's like, have you and uh, Amanda's like, have you seen Okiki? She's like, oh, yeah, I passed him earlier. He was getting on the bullet train. And Amanda's like to here. And she's like, no, to California, (laughs) to the sun. And this is just the first of many people that scams Amanda out of something, time, money, what have you. Yeah, we get a long line of people who just are fucking her over one person after the other. So Okiki basically steals. It was like all for a ma- of a matter of $150. Um, this is like the equivalent of uh, Back to the Future Part 3, where... <laughs> Right. <laughs> um, what's his name? Doc on Doc's uh, tombstone. <laughs> it says he was shot over a matter of like $80. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Amanda then goes back home. She helps Paul. Paul has this hearing to go to. And Paul thinks he's due for a big fat settlement because he got injured at work. Yes. Like, they owe me money. And they get there and they're like, well, you were drunk. So you're not getting anything. Also, you're fired. Right. <laughs> but, but the good news is you're fired. Yeah. But the good news awesome. is you're also fired. And we're like, Sweet. but we'll give you your paychecks through the end of the month. Um, yeah. So yeah. Uh, now... She can't even go to the Delage. She can't even afford that. That's over with um, because uh, Paul can't afford it, clearly. Yep. So that's the end and of he's, that. And, he, and he's real casual about it, too. He's like, well, you can't afford hey. that. I'll call it. Don't worry about it. I'll call and cancel your classes. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I got it for you. I got this. Uh, Daddy's here. It's like God Daddy damn it. is here. Uh, world's worst dad. World's <laughs> worst <laughs> um chapter 14 uh amanda is we cut back to the present and amanda has basically just been remembering the, the all the other wild goose chases she's been on and she is just 
PO'd, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so she then just is like, all right, fine, whatever. And she starts searching through the room to find some other stuff. She finds some water and she continues on. And uh, she runs into a working Joe. And the working Joe randomly tells her, by the way, your registration has been completed. Amanda's like, I don't know what that means. But right. I'm it's a, carry a, what? On. What? <laughs> I didn't register for shit. It's like, oh, but um, you did. And then the xenomorph shows up. The xenomorph, it, it, she hides around a corner and just waits till it clears out. Uh, and it kills a few more people mm-hmm. um, in the background while she's chilling. And which, then she which can- is my favorite part of Alien Isolation, by the way, when you'll end up in a room and stuff like that. And you'll see these you're hiding from people. And then all of a sudden, like a noise. You you can, yeah, you see it. The dis- people go, oh, fuck. And just get torn to shreds. It's like, oh, <laughs> glad I'm um, not that guy, I guess. So, <laughs> so she goes on an elevator and uh, she goes up to the next uh, next level and uh, she's she's kind of walking now in the game it's written differently in the book than it is in the game I mm. remember this scene in particular uh, she witnesses a working Joe kill a man named Hughes backing bashing his head into the ground yeah. now in the game you are actually climbing through a vent when you yeah, w- you're, you're working this. your way through the vent system at that um, point. In the book, she kind of like sees this happening from around a corner or something yeah. like that. There's no there's no climbing through the vent. <laughs> no <laughs> moments, <laughs> which which is a fine change. You know, it's like we we talked about this before. Uh, we'll get into more of the details. But, you know, you pointed out uh, when we were talking earlier today that this is one of those books that like we we're still getting the moments of like going through the game, you know, yeah. but, uh, yeah. but it's done well and it's changed right. enough that it's not clunky and, you know, it, it doesn't feel like, and then she ran into this room and she found three credits and, uh, you know, and a snack and, and she went to this room and there were this guy. She, it, it, she yeah. found the schematic for the noisemaker. Right. <laughs> it required three pieces of scrap. And, you know, it's just, <laughs> Yeah, it, it, he, and a it, blasting cap. Right, right. <laughs> it's it's adapted. You know, yeah. it it truly is adapted. And it's it's great. Uh, she she continues on. Um, Hughes before he died was saying he was trying to reestablish the long distance distance communications. Um, so Amanda finds the terminal where that would happen, uh, and she can hear Verlaine's broadcast, but then it's shortly cut off by Apollo. And right after that, a half of a working Joe grabs her leg in which she violently just, you know, she really works out some anger issues on this working. Joe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which, you know what? If you've played the game, uh, the working Joes, I was amazed at how when I first played this, like. I remember being disappointed at first. I'm like, what? I'm I'm hiding from shitty robots in this game. I want I only care about the xenomorph. And it's like, oh no, the working Joes are fucking terrifying. Yeah. And uh, you know, so if you you're running like you from these require, things. You look like you require assistance. Right. Exactly. Oh, it's <laughs> awful. So, you know, if you're in that position and you get a chance to to just grind a furky, fucking working Joe to powder, you take it. You take it, god yeah. damn it. Yeah. Um by the way, the thing I love the there in the interstitial between some of these chapters and por- and and parts of the of the book, they have like emails 
from yeah from Siegson executives. And at one point, I don't have it marked off. At one point, there's an email about how like the 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 Whalen Utani is so much further ahead of them mm-hmm. in in creating synthetics, and and in the game, there's an explanation that Siegson tries to give that the working Joes look like that uh, for your sake, right? Yeah. <laughs> These it's not that faced monstrosities. These rubber faced monstrosities. It's not that they can't figure out how to make them look better. Um, it's it's for you, you know. Yeah. So so you're more comfortable, right? So you're more comfortable. Yeah, I I know. <laughs> it's like you could have a robot that looks just like another human being, and and that kind of thing. Or or you could have it look like Judge Doom at the very end of <laughs> Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> constantly melting itself down and just just howling like it just got dipped uh yep. that's 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 better right yeah it's not better I, it's not it's no. not better. <laughs> you could have one that looks like a human and for all intents and purposes is a human yeah or uh you could have one dreams of electric sheep we'll say right. <laughs> and the other one dreams of of feeling your blood between its fingers. Yeah. You you want to you want to know what uh, Philip K Dick sees when he falls asleep vaguely drunk and afraid? It's it's uh, working Joe. Working Joe's fucking terrible. Fucking terrible. Yeah. Awful. Um so chapter 15 through one of the terminals Samuel's contacts Ripley and they recap what's happened so far. They're like, ah, things. Ah, there's the, there's a killer. Um, <laughs> yeah, killer. I just we, imagine like Ripley. What are three other things about him? Never mind. <laughs> I just imagine Ripley like doing a full, like act, acting out everything Axel said. Right. And then like to Samuel, he's like, okay, Samuels, if I told you there's a killer on the station, what would you think? Right. And he would have been like, well, I don't know, Ripley. I believe you would be somebody with a gun or a knife. Or a knife, yeah. Like, no, it, that's what I would think. But I, that's, it's yeah. actually a monster. <laughs> like a monster monster. Well, I, I think it's confusing that they chose killer instead of monster. See, you get it. You, 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 you replicant bastard. You, you, you non-human you. You, 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 you understand. You are a synth and you get it. Anyway. What's up? And he's yeah. and then he's like, Taylor's dying. You're like, oh, you could have told me that earlier. Yeah, we could have. Why I... didn't we start with that? <laughs> I feel like we could have. <laughs> feel like got we right off the bat that. into Taylor being dying. So, yeah. so Taylor is die is badly hurt. She needs yeah. treatment. Uh, Samuel's. They're actually not far from the medical wing, but Samuel's didn't want to leave her behind because he's trying to keep her awake. Uh, Ripley's like, I got you, fam. She's gonna go into the medical wing. And uh, in there, she finds a doctor uh, with a messed up leg, but he's he's there and he's willing to help. He's willing to help if Ripley could just go ahead and help him unlock something. His name's Coleman. And um, he's like, here, go to this guy's office and get this key. And uh, but first, could you use your little doohickey on this door, this elevator door? I got to use it. Uh, yeah. But it won't work without the, ki- the the card key. So don't worry. I- I'm not going to leave you. 
Just use the elevator. And she's like, fine. And she does the thing. And he's like, great. So here's a motion detector. You can use this. And I, in my notes, I put Coleman gives Ripley the motion detector. Zelda noises. Yeah, um, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> the motion detector is, in the game is the thing that you probably have on screen the most. Oh, my God. Yes. Constantly. <laughs> in fact. I mean, sometimes you have to put it away because it makes a sound. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got to you got to balance things out. But yeah, that thing is important. So important uh, because it'll let you see, OK, there's just like working Joes or people. And then if the dot is just moving all over the place, <laughs> like like a popcorn kernel that refuses to pop. Right. It's <laughs> it's it's an alien. Um, it's an alien. Yeah. Good news. So Ripley does her her uh it's a sneaking mission. Um yeah. section. <laughs> Amanda. Much. Amanda, <laughs> it's a sneaking mission. Oh, Colonel. <laughs> Amanda's dummy thick. <laughs> Colonel, this alien is dummy thick. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you remember, you guys remember the internet in, in, in 2006? Was that when that was? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it was later than that. But don't worry about it. It's Colonel. Not, not important. <laughs> it's got a penis head. <laughs> Keeps alerting the guards. Um, Ripley finds the key. Uh, the, the dummy thick alien shows up. Sure. Um, when she finds it and uh, she runs back dodging the alien and she finds Coleman is trying to like leave her behind. Yeah. And he's, he's like, he's, oh, he's you know, this over. is awkward. <laughs> uh, I was just, I just needed the, the thing that you did. I, I had the key card. I just didn't right. want to bring you along with me. And she's like, you son of a, and before she like finishes the alien literally rips out his heart. Yeah. Um, it appears in the elevator and just like, eviscerates him this is slightly different than the way it plays out in the game uh if i recall correctly i don't know if coleman was trying was like leaving you was he i don't know i think this so this whole section was a lot more involved um, yeah. with Coleman because it, it wraps up only in a, in a few quick pages, basically in the book. Right. Um, I think, and I think that's, yeah, I think it's that's probably, and it's probably yeah. for the best because in the yeah. game, I just remember this whole thing being like a, you have to go back and forth around the medical wing a bunch of times right. in order to yeah. make it, in, in order to make it work. Um, so, uh, he's murdered by the Xenomorph. Perfect time for another flashback. Chapter 16, <laughs> uh, where Amanda remembers talking to this guy named Vanini, who regales. Who is just the, the, the sexy Italian man of he the He is the most interesting universe. man in the world. He truly um, is. And his, you know why he's the most interesting man? He met Ellen Ripley once. <sighs> once. <laughs> He's pretty open about that, too. She's like, you knew my mom. And he's like, I met her one time. I met her once. She has these real misplaced, like, this real misplaced anger towards Vanini, who constantly (laughs) tells her, 
I don't know your mom that well. I met yeah. her once, but here's what I know. And she's like, in, in present day, there's like a line where she's like, fucking Vanini. And I was like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> she does that. She does that to her mom at one point, too. Like, yeah, she's, yeah she's, she's she has. I think it's 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 actually not that it, I like it that she has this weird like she's a lot of misplaced anger right. for people. Right. And 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 you get it. You get it at the same time. But at the same time, there's a part of it that's like your mom disappeared into space. I don't think she did this. I don't think at any point your mom is like, good, I don't have to deal with my fucking daughter anymore. <laughs> yeah, but I get yeah, it. Like, I get it. You know, I get it. She was a she was her. She lost her mom when she was 10. Yeah. Uh, and like, you know, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, uh, it's fine. It's fine. Um, she so she's really mad to about Vanini. Uh, I think it's also she just associates Vanini with what else happened that night, which is after her dinner with Vanini, she goes home. She goes to her apartment and uh, it's blocked off because it's a crime scene now because yeah. Paul has been arrested <laughs> for, for the stupidest shit possible. <laughs> Picking a fight with the Royal Mounted Canadian Police. With the Mounties. <laughs> with the Mounties, who, fun fact, do not like being called Mounties to their right. face, apparently. Right. Um, I ne- they I've bring this known. up several times. It's mentioned a few times. Yes. Don't yes. call them. Because I kind of forgot that she's Canadian. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're in Vancouver. This yes. all, all these flashbacks take place in Vancouver. In Vancouver. <laughs> in British Columbia. Um, <laughs> so uh, it's a lovely city. If you ever get a chance to get a chance to visit. I'm sure they're. Do they have wine up there? Uh, in Vancouver? They, I don't think they have it in Vancouver. It's too cold, right? It's too cold. I mean, Canada, Canada makes wine. They make good wine, but I don't know if in Vancouver if that's a thing. They make good wine? Oh, yeah, yeah. They make a, they make a really good ice wine. Uh, yeah, they make... They, there's a, There are a lot of uh, regions, especially further <laughs> west uh, in Canada, that, that make some really good wine. Ice wine, Dale. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Yeah, it's not exactly the longest growing season, but yeah, yeah, they they. No, it's like two weeks in summer, right? Um, yeah, exactly. He's like, we got grapes, mash them, mash them, do it, do it, <laughs> do now. it now. Like I, I see the clouds rolling in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> get in there, do it. Do not um, have time. So Amanda decides to leave. She's just like, you know what? I'm 18. I'm done. Yeah, she, she just, literally turns 18 at midnight that night. So she walks. She's like, I can leave. So she leaves Paul, the apartment, and Daniel, her stuffed tiger behind. Oh, Daniel Tiger. Now, yeah. I was like, is it supposed to be a reference to Daniel Tiger? Or well, Daniel Tiger was a um was a Mr. Rogers thing, right? Mr. Rogers, yeah. And yeah. then there was there was an animated Daniel Tiger series as well. That would have to be a pretty funny coincidence, wouldn't it? I yeah. Mean, right? Or it has to be a reference to like Daniel be. Tiger has gotta be it's gotta be some sort of you don't just name a tiger Daniel without right. <laughs> all of that baggage coming along with it. You know, all of Mr. Rogers' Vietnam kills and all that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not spreading any misinformation. He didn't actually, he was not no. a sniper in Vietnam. He, he was, was not. No, that was Bob Ross. That was Bob. 
<laughs> Bob, Bob Ross was in the military, but he uh, <laughs> he was a horn dog who fucked around on his wife, and that you could take to the bank. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> With yeah. Yeah. You want to get bummed out? Watch the uh, documentary Netflix has about Bob Ross. Not just because it like they, Bob Ross is, he wasn't a scumbag uh, per se. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but that one's a depressing one. That'll make you sad. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, Bob. Bob Ross. Um, great guy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the best. The best. Um, <laughs> so where was I? Oh, yes. She leaves Daniel Tiger behind. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Goodbye, Daniel. <laughs> Goodbye, Daniel Tiger. Uh, we're in Chapter 17, and Amanda is wandering around the medical area for things that can be used to help Taylor. Um, she comes comes across a video entry of a doctor talking about what ha- happened to Foster from the Anisadora. Oh, oh um, yeah. And then she finds Foster's body in one of the surgical suites. So that's a good image. That's yeah, um, perfect. <laughs> and then while she's in, so she's like, this is gross. And then while, while she's in the surgical suite, she, she grabs all the medicines that she can find that can help Taylor. Yeah. And while she's on her way back with an arm full of medicines, uh, she walks through a room that is just absolutely filled to the brim with yellow barrels. And suddenly <laughs> the xenomorph appears. Yeah. And wouldn't you know she's it. trying to wouldn't you know it? She's trying to crawl away from the xenomorph. And then she's looking around and she sees the yellow barrels and she knows that all these there's all these wires connecting the yellow bar- barrels. She's like, they look like primer cords. <laughs> huh. <laughs> huh, I wonder what that hmm. it's going to do. And then in between chapters, there's an explosion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, off Amanda, camera explosion. Off camera Cue. explosion. Amanda clearly concussed. Thinks that <laughs> she's back on Luna Base, um, and thinks that it's like, oh, there's been another fire at Luna Base, and then some EMT has saved me. And like, nope, uh, I'm in a nightmare at Sevastopol Station. Um, <laughs> so much fun. Um, and uh, she also makes the connection that fire seems to put the creature off. The creature yes. does not like dealing with fire. Yes. Uh, so she makes her way into one of the events, one of the events, and she overhears a conversation with a few survivors who are trying to fix an elevator. Um, and she hears one of them uh, talk about weights as the one who is uh, setting us up the bomb. Um, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's been he's been setting up bombs to try and kill the uh, the xenomorph, basically. Yeah. And they're which, like that crazy weights. And then Tom Waits is is on the other side of the. Oh, no, listen, there's there's just it's a xenomorph and you need <laughs> fire. And it's a xenomorph. And it's a xenomorph. And <laughs> we're going to take <laughs> out the alien. We're going to take out the xenomorph. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I ruined my throat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jesus gonna come and take the xenomorph. Wait, that's the devil. That's every that's every Tom Waits song ever written. I love the man dearly, but that is that is his his entire oeuvre past Whoa, the eighties. It's not a good guy. It's a bad guy. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a pen knife in one hand and my friend's head in the other. <laughs> 
it's Tom Waits. Let's just, just <laughs> slam it on that key. This we keys. We, yeah, yeah, just just hammering the shit he, out of that piano. He does, he, yeah, I don't think I've ever heard him play a note lightly. <laughs> Man has heavy hands. Subtlety <laughs> is not one of his tricks. Oh boy. Uh, so they they hear these people talking. Uh, one of them, uh, they also, I think the name Maloney is referenced here. Um, uh, uh, yes, you're you're right. It's uh, it's Maloney from Police Academy. Yeah, that is that is what they're. We're and just Maloney all over the place name. with references. There's no there's no there's no liet liet motif of the ref on the references tonight. They're just. Uh. No, They're just, just real scattershot. We're, we're all, yeah, we're shotgunning this bitch. Like, this is just. Yeah. Tom Waits to Police Academy? Yeah, that was a jump. That like, was, I guess you can get there through Bobcat Gold, Goldwaith. Maybe. Could you? Yeah. Well, just yeah. for voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's more shrieky. <laughs> <laughs> There's no more deep grass. I love that man so much. I'm not I've never even seen one of his movies, but I just love that Bobcat is out there just doing whatever the fuck he wants these days. He's, it makes uh, me happy. Isn't he doesn't he also do a lot of stand-up directing? Does he? Yeah, I think he does. I, I think I think he's he did uh Mark Marin's what past couple specials. That oh okay, I that think. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah Mark, a, you get Mark, it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's Tim Allen. Um <laughs> <laughs> it's all it's an evolution of sorts. It's an evolution of grunts, yep, so to speak. Yep. Um so uh, she jumps down into the room and grabs a map. And now she overhears Waits and Samuels talking and Waits is telling Samuels that it's it's your shipmate's fault. And Amanda's like, I'm here. I'm fine. I'm alive. And Waits is like, who are you? Yeah. And she's like, <laughs> and she's like, the person you were just talking about. <laughs> it really is a ridiculous scene. <laughs> Cause she's got her whole dramatic entrance thing going and like, they're talking shit about her. And she's like, she's like, what are we talking? Who, who are we talking about bitch? And then <laughs> the audience goes, Ooh, you know, and she, you know, kind of trots and he kind of throws the whole thing into the meat grinder by pointing a gun at her. Uh, he did, he really does not. Yes. And no, exactly. <laughs> Just it's like, dude, we're okay. Um, <laughs> This is why uh, uh, Waits was never led into the groundlings. It just wasn't going to work out with him. <laughs> um, so basically, they, they have a little bit of a back and forth. Waits is crotchety, to say the least. Um, to say the very least. And he says, since she's an engineer, they could use her help with something while they take Samuels. They're like, they'll take Samuels and tell her back to the headquarters if she can get the tram running again. So Amanda, we're in chapter 19 now. Amanda's she's out. She's doing her technical thing. With the with getting the transit system back online. Yep. Uh, at go to this, this point, place. Go to that place and go to that place. Yep. She's she's doing a little fetch quest. Uh, there's an android, one of the working Joes in one of the rooms, and uh, there's this guy Mahoney that was referenced earlier um, from Police Academy. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. The same. The same. And he's like, ah, come out. I'll 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 make it quick if you come out and and. and <laughs> And she's like, 
why would it what awesome. that's not a great yeah that's awesome that's not, so huh? she like presses a button and she lets the, the the working joe out and the working joe goes and like starts choking mahoney and right. while while that's happening she like hits the working joe and they both fall over the railing yeah <laughs> two for one very two well for done one like that's gotta be she, that's an achievement right like yeah like there's a little kill a human being and a working joe at the same time like, that a was a named character uh, <laughs> Um, you just killed a quest giver. Oh, fuck. Ah, oh, God damn it. You got to start a new run. Yeah. Game yeah. auto saves. You can't, you no. can't undo that. No. Um, no. Uh, by the way, <laughs> Alien Isolation does not auto save. So Ugh. FYI, if you're yeah. looking to play it after listening to us talk about it. Yeah. Um, get on top of that. Yeah. <laughs> so she makes her way. She's like, yeah, you guys go. Uh, she tells Waits and, and them to get going. And she walks her way over to, to the Waits headquarters and Waits is in there. And he's like, and she finds out that he has Marlo, the captain of the Anisadora in lockup. And she's like, can I talk to him? And he's like, yeah, sure. You can talk to him. And if you can't, if you're while you're in there, try to get the access codes to the Anisadora so that we can dock it with the station and get the F out of here. And um, she's like, OK. Uh, and she like walks in there with his guns, with her guns. And she's like, um, this would be against regulation normally. Right. And he's like, yeah, but I don't care. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> no one cares. No one cares. No one cares. Shit's happening. Yeah. Her and Marlo uh, begin to chat and we get treated to another flashback to her time on Luna, uh, which is this is an interesting chapter in mm-hmm. which um, two chapters here. So she's working for a woman named Flora Mendez who wants to promote uh, Amanda, but she can't because she's a tech school dropout. But Mendez school is, kids, you got to stay in school kids. Mm-hmm. But Mendez offered Ripley to help her fi- find the Nostromo flight recorder. And wouldn't you know it? This only came up after Mendez did a background check on Amanda Ripley and found out that her mom was on the Nostromo. Just a uh, wacky coincidence. That's you know, just wild, right? Just wild. Um. So she's like, I have a contact that knows where it was. I'll give you uh, another flight recorder that he provided me. And uh, you can you can this is just a show. Of, this is another flight recorder that for a flight that she was on. Mm-hmm. So Amanda takes it and she goes home and she watches the files on the flight recorder and gives context. It's about a mutiny. Uh, her mom helping deal with a mutiny on one of the ships. This is where the KK and go situation that was referenced way earlier in the book um, where it was a whole KK and go situation that she said offhanded to. Right. Yeah. Amanda. <laughs> were, once. were you wondering what was happening with KK? Were and you go? wondering? Well, this is we're we're back. We're explaining that now. Yeah. It's, it's KK it's and go. We're a couple of engineers that decided to, try to take over the ship and uh they did not and they did um, not <laughs> uh ellen uh goes they lock themselves in a room uh ellen ripley spacewalks out onto the outside of the ship and uses a drill to drill through into the room that they're in through the hole so that the yeah. air leaks out <laughs> so the, <laughs> and they yeah. lose and they lose consciousness yeah <laughs> It's pretty great. <laughs> it's, 
It's oh, just, just, Ellen Ripley, just a badass. Just you know? a badass. Just again, again, a, a saint, basically. A saint. Yeah. A saint, saint for our times. Saint Ellen Ripley. Exactly. Um, saint <laughs> Lieutenant Ellen Ripley. Ellen can Ripley. You, uh, can you uh, add that to your cat's name, Saint, at the beginning? Saint. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 She's yeah. also recently uh, been uh, made royalty to boot. Oh, oh okay. Uh, her official title is uh, is uh, Princess Fluffybutt. Princess so. Fluffy is that of the of the of the Sussex Fluffy Butts? Yes, yes, the Sussex Fluffy Butts. She's a very very particular breed. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because her butt's so fluffy, <laughs> and it needs pets. It needs, uh, it needs lots of little tap 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 tap. Like slap my butt, come on. Oh gosh. That's um, a very long name. And then there's Jonesy. <laughs> <laughs> Jonesy, the horrible muffin. <laughs> uh yeah, there's Jonesy and then there's Princess Fluffy Butt, uh Lieutenant Ellen Ripley. Uh oh, Saint. Uh, uh Princess Fluffy Butt, Saint, Saint Lieutenant, Lieutenant Ellen, Ripley, Ellen Ripley. Jennifer Garner. Jennifer Garner. Yeah, I always forget the Jennifer Garner. Jennifer Garner, uh Stockton Keeling. Stock yeah, there we go. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, it, it just it just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> it's such a <laughs> Um so they they uh she keeps watching and she's like, "You know what? I agree to your terms." Uh Mendez is like, "You know what? I'm going to promote you anyway, and it'll only take a month of me garnishing your paycheck at this higher level uh for you to um for you to get the money." Yeah. So, um a month later, a month goes by and she's like, well, I have the money. Do you have the thing? And she's like, yeah, I have I have it at my house. I'll bring it to you tomorrow. And she's like, so I will pay you the money and you will give me the thing. <laughs> Testing and, one, two, three. <laughs> and Mendez is like, is like, says the, the thing. And then the cops break in. Yeah. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. The cops break in. And Mendez is like, what's going on? And Ripley's like, I'm not a co-op. Um, <laughs> it's so stupid. This is the dumbest part of the book. Uh, <laughs> gotcha, bitch. Like, it really is. So she gets Mendez arrested on a sting because she knew, she realized that the stuff that she gave her as a taste was publicly available. Right. Information. Right. That she could have gotten if she knew where to look. And so she accepted the offer and then went down to the cops. And uh, <laughs> she she went undercover. Um, and she had to she had to say she was not a cop. Yeah. Um, and now she's no got to find a job. Cop. Because yeah. everyone Listen, knows that she's going to. She'll she's, turn she'll, your boss's ass she, in. Yeah. She'll <laughs> rat on your boss. Yeah. Um, Listen, Flora. I ain't no fucking cop. <laughs> this is probably going to go great. And it's just, um, but it's, I mean, it is, it is purely out of like, she's just sick of being treated this way. Yeah. She's just sick of people trying to fuck her over for, you know, you know, because they know that that weakness exists and, and she's just absolutely sick of it. So I, I, I sympathize. I do, but it is such a silly moment. Such <laughs> a silly moment. Um, So, we come back to chapter 22 with Marlo basically saying, yeah, I'm not fucking giving you the code. Yeah. Um, 
unless you can promise that uh, everybody uh, all get off the ship with you guys. And and uh, Amanda's like, well, I can't promise that. And we're like, who? What are? What are we holding back on these promises for? <laughs> For who? Yeah, yeah. What what is the point of this? Explain to me. Um, so they start working on a new plan to get the alien, and part of it is Samuels is going to go down and try to talk to Apollo. You know, synthetic to artificial intelligence, I guess, and yeah. uh, you know, try to get it to stop being so weird and stop having the it's, the it's working Joes a, kill people. Being a jerk. Um, being a jerk. Um, being a jerk. And uh, Ripley is going to try to they're going to Ripley's going to jettison the alien from one of the detachable portions of the ship. Yeah. And so it's it's tense and she's she's running around and she get the aliens in the thing. And she she was able to enter in all the codes for the for the thing to get detached. And then she transfers the control over to uh, is it Ricardo. Um, oh. uh it's waits his deputy basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She like transfers the and then uh, he Ricardo, yeah. yeah and then suddenly the doors close and the thing detaches with her in it. Yeah, and that's the end of part two <laughs> with her and the xenomorph. With her and the xenomorph in the. Um, here's the thing: I would have liked more detail on that moment yeah and less yeah. detail on the sting operation yeah uh, this is where this is kind of where the book i think falls short is like we needed a little bit more the weight of that moment is felt so hard in the game and felt like nothing in the book yeah yeah i you start out with these uh, expansions on Amanda Ripley's background, Ellen Ripley's background. And at first I'm just there for it. First off, it's always well-written. The guy writes really well. It's, it's, it's not that it's not well-written. Um, but by this part, by the end of the, the second third of this book, uh, you can't help but wonder like, can we please focus on the fucking xenomorph? Like how much, <laughs> yeah. how much of this is present day at this point? So much of it is flashback. Yeah. And, uh, and it becomes it, it, at this point, it's becoming distracting. Yeah. Uh, I would have thought part two would, could have no flashbacks at all. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think we could have focused more on that, uh, on the situation at hand. We've got, we've got enough of the motivation you know, we've we've gotten her motivation good and strong, and I, I admire you know everything they do uh, with the background with her her mom and you know and and stepdad and all that stuff. I think that's really cool. And and then we start flashing back again. I'm like, I don't know if we need this. Yeah. Like, unless we're gonna make this to be a much much longer book, uh, right. which we are not. Uh, we are not. So we're actually we need- cutting out parts of the game. Right at this point. In favor of a sting operation and, you know, like a sting operation. Yeah, it doesn't have anything to do. The book's called Alien Isolation. We we really should be focused on the alien. Yeah. (laughs) And secondly, the isolation. You know, right, right, yeah. We're not all that isolated uh, uh, in most of this yeah. book. So Keith, Keith, uh, uh, Rahul Albanez, D. Candido. <laughs> um, 
I'm just taking a wild guess. Sure, um, sure. Uh, of the I could Venezuelan decanditos. Yeah. 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 I could look it up, but I, I won't. Um, <laughs> but I'm not going to. But I'm not going to. Uh, he's, a, he's a really good writer, and I like mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff in the book. There's just some weird pacing issues so far with the flashbacks. You I know agree. who could have written, and you know, I drop his name so often, uh, uh, and we've only read literally one of his books. You know who could have written r- written Isolation really well? Who? Urban Weight. Urban Weight. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because because he knew how to be pretty sparse uh, with certain aspects of it. Would have been. Yeah. I think that would have been interesting. But his yeah. descriptions are so good. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think black. Would, I would I would read I would read a, a an alien book uh, written by Urban Way. That would be cool. Yeah, a Cormac yeah. McCarthy alien. Yeah, book. yeah. I, oh, that would be fucking excellent. The the, the, the xenomorph on the frontier stood, stood before her eight feet tall, black as the void, slime <laughs> dripping off of every inch. She was dead. (laughs) She was dead. She didn't realize it yet, though. A clap of thunder rolled in from over the mountain. It was the season in which thunder was. (laughs) You know, on second thought, we might be talking our way out of this one. (laughs) Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. No, but yeah, it's, it's, it's still good. Uh, but yeah, there's an aspect of like, why aren't we, shouldn't we be? Yeah, it, 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 it feels a little like bit more focus on the present rather yeah, than it, the, that was one unfocused. of the critiques yeah. that I had read, I had read before, uh, of this book when I was, I was look, I was thinking of buying a, a physical copy, um, mm. and I was scrolling around. One of the top reviews was like, it just, the headline just said too many flashbacks. And I was yeah. like, I don't know about oh we'll see and now two-thirds of the way i'm like yeah there's there has yeah. been too many flashbacks two-thirds yeah like even if there are no flashbacks for the rest of the way it won't change my opinion that there were too many in the book <laughs> by now there are too many and 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 it would be one thing if it was it, it, it still wouldn't be great but if they were padding what is otherwise a pretty short game or something like that that'd be one thing but as you point out we skip a lot of shit uh in the yeah. game here there, there are moments that are not brought up that could be interesting. Um, yeah. And it's a shame because the in-game stuff is not half bad. Uh, as you pointed out earlier, she's going on fetch quests. Uh, and I find them to be pretty well disguised as fetch quests. It's, it's very casual. It's like, yeah. do the, you got to go get the three MacGuffins or something. And so, yeah. and instead of like saying she went down the hallway for the first one and did this, she went to, he just went, she did it. And, and like, and, you know, it's cool. Great. And focuses on like what's important. So the moments in game are pretty well written. Yeah. It's kind of ironic. Usually we're like the in game moments are kind of, meh, but the, the stuff that's not in the game is pretty great. This is kind of the opposite. Like this is yeah. well written in game novelization right. stuff. Uh, and I do like uh, a lot of the flashbacks, but it's getting so, hung up on details that I'm not entirely sure matter at this point. Right. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I, I, I don't think he think may, he may have gotten excited that he got to write a, a Canon Ripley story and uh, yeah, and just went a little too far, which who, I, I, who, yeah, uh, I, I, probably I cannot, the same thing. <laughs> cannot blame him to be no, honest. No, <laughs> uh, cannot, cannot blame 
uh, you know, getting a little too excited, needed to change his underwear. Sure. You know, I would have done the same thing. Jesus. Yeah. He dedicates the book to Sigourney Weaver, for Christ's sake. Well, goddamn so, yeah. right. He does. Yeah. If you are writing. Sigourney- a, listen, if you're writing a fucking alien book and you don't dedicate it to Sigourney Weaver, I don't care if your favorite grandmother is dying and her <laughs> last wish is that you dedicate your next book to her and your next book is an alien book. Sorry, grandma. Yeah. You're not Sigourney Weaver. I'm not writing an alien book and I'm probably still going to dedicate it to Sigourney Weaver. So, yeah. you know, you know, I, why I, not? I, why not? I, I believe it. That, I mean, that's why Sigourney Weaver was mentioned in your wedding vows, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was the specific reason. We did invite her, uh, and I didn't appreciate her lawyer's tone. Let's just say. <laughs> so, uh, so with with that all, with with the the body successfully put in the mosh for the mosh. this episode, we move on to a completely different uh, segment. We like to call, "What are you playing?" So, Phil, what are you playing? Ah, I am playing. <laughs> I played very little this week, actually. I uh, the main against the thing, storm. You played a lot of against the storm. We are up to uh, forty five hours of against the storm. <laughs> it's really good. Still playing it. <laughs> I'm enjoying the updates they're making. I've never been this excited. But you know, I haven't been this excited. Uh, about an early access game uh, uh, since the last early access game that I played this week, which was Vampire Survivors, actually. I, uh, oh, yeah, I they added there. new achievements, the yeah. bastards. And you know I had to keep my high score, so I hopped in and got my tiny bridge and my seal achievement taken care of. Um, and that's mostly been it. I played some Stray. I haven't... I've been enjoying Stray, but... Um, I don't know. I think my ADHD is fucking with me on it. Like, <laughs> yeah, when I get into it, I'm really enjoying it. But I have to kind of it's not so mind bendingly good that I'm like jumping into it at my first opportunity. Right. There's you know what I mean? There's an issue I had with Stray where it's like if you put it down, there's like a warm up. You have to warm up into it. You can't yeah. just like it's not like a pick up and play game. No, where you're just you're like what was i doing right right it's and it's not the easiest and to find out is not the easiest thing in the world right. uh you know and you got to remember the buttons and everything i'm i'm still really enjoying it and i think the designs are great and i love the horror aspects of it i did not realize it was going to be as creepy of a game oh it's got uh, a lot of creepiness enemy. yeah yeah it is a very spooky game and i really like that i think that's yeah. great um so i i'll probably have that done uh next week uh, but uh, I picked up a few games <laughs> after after your 19th text to me about Midnight Suns. I went ahead and bought Midnight Suns. <laughs> I've got that. I saw that Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order was five bucks on sale. Oh, and my I know God. Yeah. It's like it, it looks a little too much like a soul like that. Uh, that But but for it's, five bucks, I'll give it a shot. It's very much a souls like I have not. Um, I've not played it. Uh, I've played a little bit of it and I like it. It's mm-hmm. uh, and it, it, it feels like a souls like yeah, um, yeah. in terms of the like le- from level design and stamina meter and all that stuff. So 
Um, yeah, but for five it's bucks. Clear, but for five bucks, take a flyer on it, you know. And a, yeah, and a, and a star, and the fact that it's a Star Wars universe thing for me is enough of it. Like you know, like the Souls universe, as we have talked about before, is fascinating to me, and and I find it really cool. Uh, but it's not enough to like force me. <laughs> through it to deal with the punishment uh right but if they made but 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 a star wars souls like or if they made like for example a warhammer souls like warhammer souls like i i'd be like like, all right well i'm gonna buy it i guess all right (laughs) god you people are assholes oh boy and by the way i i i probably will end up pre-ordering the stupid collector's edition of space marine 2 because isn't that statue uh, by the way isn't dark tide supposed to be really good too uh, uh it is uh, i don't know if i have any room in my heart for any more pve games though got it i uh, i just i don't it looks it looks like it could be fun and i don't know are, are any of our brit friends playing it i know they tend uh, to be on top of vermin yeah they tend to be on top of the the blank tide um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Warhammer <laughs> games. Uh, Vermintide In- was the last one I played, uh, or Vermintide 2, I want to say, was right. the last one that I, I played, and I played it with them. A um, lot of fun, but usually, yeah. unless you have a, a, a gang of people that you're normally playing with, it's like, it's hard to to keep up with. And that's just it. I'm not much of an online, like, multiplayer gamer, sure. so that makes it tough yeah. for me. yeah. But uh, what are, what are you playing, Kevin? What are you up to? Um, I am playing Marvel's Midnight Suns, uh, developed by Phyraxis Games. Uh-huh. Uh, I've talked about it before. It's still great. Um, and actually, there was just a patch. I think the game was patched, and I think there was a driver update to my... I was having some like frame rate issues during the... Uh, there's two layers to the game. It's a fire axis game. So, of course, there's multiple, you know, gameplay layers. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of their there's, thing. Yeah. There's like your hub area, which is the Abbey, which is where you can do your interaction with all the characters. And that section has more of like a persona like element to it where you're nice. you're building friendships with all the characters. Um, and uh you know, doing like you'll have see a question mark above Blade's head and Blade <laughs> uh, Blade will it'll just be like, hey, Hunter. And then like a little prompt will come up and it'll be like, um, what do you think is better? Uh, uh, being more aggressive during a fight or being more defensive? And it's just like the way it's phrased. And each answer will give different bonuses. So it's like. Basically, uh, okay. the other heroes are asking you these your opinion on things that they're thinking about, and you actually kind of can push their slightly push their builds in a ter- in a certain direction that you want them okay. to go in. So, like Iron Man, Tony Stark just asked me um, something about offense or defense, and I said more defense, and that just ends because I, I said more defense, his HP went up. Like his okay. total HP just it went up a little bit. If I had said offense, his like attack power would have gone up. Right. Um, right. So that's like that's the cool. that's kind of the neat way that it works. But and then there's all these other side quest missions. Like there's mysteries around the Abbey um, to solve uh, with Agatha Harkness, mm-hmm. and it's it's so cute and so fun. And then there's just a badass tactical game on top of it that's based that's so on neat. I'm looking that's forward to based on that, card right? battling. Um, and, uh, so far I've recruited, I have nine people recruited. 
I don't know how many more there are to get. I think I know Wolverine is in there. Some like I've had Wolverine join in on a fight. Right. Um, and Wolverine's on the cover art. Uh, yeah, but you he's would not, think. Yeah. But he's not officially <laughs> like recruited yet. Um, but they're so fun to play with. Like everybody's abilities are very different. And um, and they're so fun to play with. Like nice. Captain America is more of a tank. Um, so he can uh, Captain America is neat because you, he can generate block. He can gen so like which is just like temporary defense where he won't take any damage. All mm -hmm. of his cards can do these things where they generate block and they also generate taunt, which is oh nice. People will attack him instead yeah. of anybody else. Um, so you know he can do that fun stuff like that, and um, he also is voiced by the same guy who voices B.J. Blaskowitz in oh. the Machine Games Wolfenstein uh, series. Nice. <laughs> And his face looks exactly like B.J. Blaskowitz in the Machine Games <laughs> well, Wolfenstein series. I mean, so, yeah, I mean, that was a pretty Captain America face. Yeah, that let's, was. A, let's face let's, let's be honest. B.J. Yeah. looks a lot like Captain America. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no getting around that. Um, so, um, yeah, so I've been playing that. I've been playing Die Hard Vendetta, which is a 2002 GameCube game. Playing the PS2 version. Is this um, for a certain podcast that you're cheating is, on me with? Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, uh, you are the other podcast. So you uh, admit it. Yeah. yeah Go we're back doing to the your whore. <laughs> Whores in this case. It's both uh, <laughs> Hot Cider and uh, to Snaker on this episode. Don't, don't push me, Earhart. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, we're going to be recording the Christmas episode of Bullet Time coming up. It'll actually have been out before this episode airs. Nice. Um, but yeah, because uh, James um, Hot Cider said, because people call Die Hard a Christmas movie, we're going to do Die Hard Vendetta as a Christmas episode for Bullet Time. I mean, That's I said that smart. That, <laughs> that makes sense. I like um, it. Yeah, I yeah, got to get on. Uh, I got to get on a certain game that I volunteered to play for that show. Yes, you do. Yes, yeah. um, Die Hard Vendetta is weird. Uh, yeah, <laughs> very, very weird. Two thousand and two. Yeah, I want to say two thousand two. Yeah, GameCube. Wow. Wow. Very weird game. Has a lot of neat ideas. Uh huh. Execution is. You know, about as good as you expect for 2002 sure. console game. Sure. Um, uh, but yeah, it's it's neat. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much what I've been playing. Um, oh, oh, and I bought Dwarf Fortress. Um, this is going to be a problem, isn't it? I haven't touched it recently, which is fine. That's uh. fine. Um, but I'll probably get back to it once I finish Die Hard Vendetta. Sure. <laughs> sure. <coughs> well that'll do it for tonight's episode uh thank you so much for listening uh please help us out by following us on instagram and twitter at pixelit pod uh go to our website pixelitpod.com where you can find all the episodes you can download the transcripts you can watch uh, a video version of the episode uh, and you can even sign up for our newsletter which gets you early access to the episodes uh, before they come out 
on yeah. Wednesday. So if you're you know if you're jonesing, if, if you're early, if you if you if it's Monday or a Tuesday and you're jonesing for Pixel it, uh, then you should have signed up for that for the that newsletter because you would have had it. Up. You would have had it in up. your inbox already, yeah. right there, steaming fresh. Yeah, fresh, fresh cup of Pixel it. You could have been exactly. listening. Could have been at work listening to Pixel it and just grooving out, you know, yeah. to, to us Feeling talking about good. stuff. So go sign up for the newsletter, pixelitpod.com. It's right there. It's at the bottom. It's at the bottom. Press the button. Press the Subscribe. Button. It's free. That's what the button Please. says. Come on. Come on. Uh, it's free real estate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, that'll do it for tonight's episode. Uh, have a good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs>